Welcome to the 724 Life Podcast. I'm Lee Towns, the founder and pastor of 724 Life. At 724 Life, we are committed to helping you passionately follow Jesus seven days a week, 24 hours a day in every area of your life. Please be sure that you are fully connected with us by following and liking our Facebook and Instagram accounts at 724 Life Ministry. Also, subscribe and like our YouTube channel at 724 Life. Or you can follow me on Vimeo at Lee Towns. And of course, subscribe to and like this podcast. On these podcasts, we'll be sharing teaching and conversations about how you can experience and follow Jesus in every area of your life, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So let's get started today. Thanks for joining us. My name is Carla, and I'm married to Lee, and you may remember from last podcast, I had the privilege of listening to the podcast and then interviewing Lee regarding some of my thoughts and my questions. Our intention is to periodically invite different people to give us their questions and their opportunity to ask and just dig a little deeper into the teaching. So this week joining us is our youngest daughter, Carly. Carly, like I said, is our youngest. She's 25 and she's going to be joining us and she has the privilege, I think it's a privilege, of interviewing her dad on her thoughts about life hacks from Uber Eats. Thank you for joining us for 724 Life. As you may recall, last week, we began a conversation with our youngest daughter, Carly, and the conversation was so great that we decided to share part two. So we invite you to listen today to part two of Life Hacks from Uber Eats. So I'm going to ask you a question, and I kind of have high expectations for this one because I think I have the best, weirdest experience dropping off food, not through <laughs> Uber, but through DoorDash. Um, so what do you think is your weirdest experience in dropping off food? Uh, you know, you. I think because I, I think I know the story, I think you <laughs> do win on this one, but um, you know, my weird experiences are... are uh, not incredibly bizarre. I mean, I, I remember delivering to an apartment. It was, you know, it's very top floor. It seems like every time I get an order, it's the top floor. It's always the last one too. And, and, yeah. And there's never an elevator. Nope. <laughs> and so, which is good for my, you know, right. my physical the fitness. But, uh, but anyway, I, I was taking it to this guy and it was a particularly hot day. Uh, you know, and I remember that. And, and so I get to the top and I'm huffing and puffing because we wear a mask and, you know, breathing in the hot day, the mask yeah. is even worse. And, um, and I could, you know, he had, uh, chatted with me, mm -hmm. you know, about, I don't remember, even remember what, but, and so I kind of gotten the vibe that he was a pretty nice guy mm -hmm. based on the tone of his chats. So I, I go up and I can hear through the door, uh, conversation and i'm assuming he's talking to somebody in the apartment yeah. well, i knock on the door and he's um well let's just say this he obviously uh doesn't shave a lot and, oh and doesn't care a whole lot about his hair and uh you know so uh i'm trying to think about how i would qualify him without sounding uh prejudiced against something but anyway yeah, i got you okay. i'm following you and uh <laughs> and and he's on the phone and he's having a conversation on the phone. So he's, he's 
you know, kind of acknowledging me right. with those, you know, the head nod. You right. know, you know how you talk. I can see you doing it now, but you yeah. know, listeners yeah. can't. Yeah, you know, I got yeah. you. You know how you talk without talking. Well, he's in his boxers and just his boxers. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine for you as a guy. I would have been very uncomfortable as a female. I would have been like. Exactly. Maybe like leave it at the door. This is a not a meet at the door situation. Exactly. I mean, he was super. And he, you know, he tipped me fine yeah. and all that. But I guess that was that was kind of a goofy one. You know, I there's always the delivery where the dogs are jumping on the door barking. Yeah, or, that'd be my dog. Yeah, or or the delivery <laughs> where you know they they have me put it in some bizarre place. Yeah. Like, like they I, hide it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I delivered the one where they, you know, they said, deliver it, um, leave it, uh, at the back door. Mm-hmm. And then they texted me or they chatted me and they said, leave it outside the fence beside the car. And I didn't think anything about it. I was right. like, okay. Cause it was kind of, I, I, I accessed the back door through an alley and it was a little short driveway and it had this little half fence. Yeah. And uh, it was after dark, and I set it down by the front um, tire of the mm-hmm. car. And no sooner than I'd set it down, than I heard this huge, giant bark. <laughs> and I looked up to find two, not one, two mastiffs oh. with their front paws on that little half fence, thinking to myself, the, the fence is not keeping it. them. And they're yeah. just barking, and I'm just <laughs> thinking, I can't get back yeah. to my car fast enough. Yeah, the, Those are kind of the... Weird ones, but you need to tell yours because right. yours is the best. <laughs> yeah, so it's a great, you know, piggyback off of the dogs. Not a dog, yeah. um, but this is back when you know we were in California and I was doing DoorDash, you know, to pay bills, you know, right. just get by in between finding work. And um, I remember I was I was taking this order, and for one, I had tried to go to I, you know, I thought this house that I was ha- at, that I was at currently was you know the house it was supposed to be where i was and i i had chatted similarly with the person and they were like oh just leave it at the front door so i get out of my car and it's you know it's in a neighborhood it's not in the country you know um very very important to preface that not in the country very much in a residential area so i get out and you know there's always an awkward moment like i i don't know if you feel this because you're a male and males have a little bit different mentality when dropping off food as like you know a young single female right um but when there's a gate i'm always like okay do i go in the gate and drop yeah. it off at the front door do i leave it at the gate and that day i happened to choose to go through the gate and right. it was you know a metal just like a basic metal fence and so i walked in walked to the door um and to my surprise, I look down and there is this giant hog, like <laughs> not like a little piglet that's like cute or anything. Yeah, not like, like a, the pot belly. Right. Yeah. But like this huge hog that like we lived in an agricultural area. So I, you know, I'd seen them be, be big and ready for fair to go to show and to right. sell. Um, this, this guy would have made like millions. Like he was huge. <laughs> like you could have gotten a lot of bacon off of this guy, but he was just sprawled out on the top of the steps, like right at the front door and i was like i can't like i can't just drop this bag of food like this hog is gonna eat it surely like they eat anything so i grab the bag and i walk back out the fence close the gate on the fence and you know i go to text the person well sure enough as soon as i close the gate two huge dogs not mastiffs but they were they were big dogs they weren't little ones right come sprinting around the corner just barking and growling at me and i was like all right the hog was one thing but i just almost got you know my arm chewed off for this food and all to come to find out I wasn't even at the right house. They had put the wrong address in. So I met them, you know, half a block down 
and gave it to them. And, you know, <laughs> they were great. They were nice, exactly who I, you know, chatted with. Yeah. But the hog was just, that was one of a kind yeah, experience. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, see that that beats my experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that's been kind of like my weirdest and, you know, by far the weirdest. Right. I haven't had any other, you know, I mean, we all have interesting experiences, sure. but yeah. that one was, you know, I was safe. I was okay, but you just can't beat a hog being at the door. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that needs to stay in your story repertoire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good memories. <laughs> so, so, leading off of that and, you know, going back into the talk, we've talked a little bit about those five qualities. Um, and just kind of veering off of those five qualities, as you're Ubering, you've talked a lot about reflecting and spending time, mm-hmm. you know, sitting with God and listening and leaning into what he's saying. What do you feel like God is teaching you right now in this season? Oh, that is, um, that's such a nuanced question, um, you know, obviously, because, you know, there's a lot of factors that feed right. into um, what God's teaching me beyond driving for Uber. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I consider myself a, you know, um, a bit of a, a cultural observer, if that makes sense. And, and, uh, I consider myself a little bit of a futurist, futurist, um, in terms of thinking and, you know, being able to say, here's the behavior that's happening today. It's going to lead to mm-hmm. X. Right. And, uh, so I've, you know, I've obviously been thinking a lot about that, but, but I think in terms of my own, just my journey, um, one, um, I have thought a lot about the centrality of God, you know, in, in my life and, and in our world, mm-hmm. even when we neglect him. Yeah. And, um, I'm reminded that regardless of our regard for him mm-hmm. or lack, lack thereof, yeah. yeah he's still the king and he's still on the throne. And, um, so there's been a little bit of that, that, uh, you know, he, he's been working on me to remind me that, you know, I, um, I am the king. I am the Lord. I am the maker of all things. And I am the pursuer of you. Um, even when everything else seems to fall apart, I, there's a verse that, you know, has always, meant a lot to me i mean i I, i'd be hard pressed to tell you when i first learned it um Mm -hmm. you know and i've quoted it i've sung it it's it's a very familiar verse and just says this the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they're new each and every morning well i'd so know that and i've so learned that verse that i really didn't know where it was from other than the Bible, and I hadn't thought about it. And uh, it's been now a couple years ago I was thinking about that verse and reflecting on that verse and and had lost context of where it was written in Scripture. And um, so I went looking for it. Well, it's it's in a really obscure little book in the New Test. I mean, in the Old Testament called Lamentations, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating because the word Lamentations is weeping. You know, what I mean, yeah, that's what lamenting. it means. Yeah, it's the I'm lamenting over. I'm sad. It's a you know. So you you have this, for lack of a better way to say it, you have this morose, somber, you know, kind right. of book, and in the middle of it, the author of the book says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases Mm -hmm. and his mercies never come to an end. In fact, his mercies are new each morning, every day. It, 
which is an incredibly positive declaration in the middle of a book of laments. And recently I've just been reminded of that, that in the middle of chaos, in the middle of, you know, uh, hostility, and Mm -hmm. that's a fair way to describe our culture in the middle of meanness, in the middle of fighting the Lord's love, the love of God is never changing. It is deep. It is rich. It is unwavering. It is steadfast. And his mercy for us doesn't run out. Each and every day, he has a new measure of mercy for us. Yeah. That's a, That's an incredibly powerful statement. Now, having said that, it's easy, and I think probably some listeners will go, okay, but what are you learning? How does that walk itself out? Well, that walks itself out in that it's comforting and it's mm-hmm. also gives me security. But beyond that, I'm in a season where I'm waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I did a, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I did a waiting, uh, message and, you know, obviously in this episode, there's the patience thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, the Lord is teaching me that waiting is a beautiful thing yeah. that, that, that thing that we joked about in the earlier part of this podcast where you want to ask the Lord for patience because he's yeah. going to you know, walk you through the process <laughs> of learning it. The, the process of learning it's a beautiful thing. Um, and, and the destination that God has for each of us is good, mm-hmm. even though the journey may be hard. Right. And that's, I think that's been, you know, as much as anything, something the Lord has been teaching me. And I think, frankly, that's probably lesson that I'll just keep learning because mm-hmm. it's a well that depth, you know, cannot be fathomed. Um, you know, and so I'll learn it in this, you know, lap around the sun and I'll learn it again in the next lap around the yeah. sun. And I mean, he's just going to keep, um, taking me deeper and deeper and deeper into that reality that he is faithful. He is steadfast and his mercy has no end and no limit. Mm -hmm. And even when the journey feels hard, it's okay. Mm -hmm. The pain is okay. The hard is okay because the waiting is where God's doing something really great. Mm -hmm. And it makes that destination even better when we, are patient in the yeah. process. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're talking about this and it comes to my mind looking back on it now. We always joke as a family, like that road trip that we took to get your truck out where we took the scenic route and we went, we, we, let me try that again. When we drove it from we the drove east coast, to the, west coast, coast yeah. to the west coast and we took the scenic route through, you know, Wyoming, Montana, South Dakota, all those places. And we joke because, you know, my older sister and I, we acted like we hated it in the moment because we were like, let's just get there. And, right. you know, we were out in the wilderness and it was beautiful. But at the time we didn't appreciate it. And we got to Vegas and we we're like, there's people, there's right. places to eat. Awesome. Right. Bright lights. Yeah. But now we talk about it and we talk about how those are some of our favorite places we visited. Right. But, you know, we were so ready to get to the next thing and we didn't have that patience and we didn't right. appreciate you know, the waiting in the car to get to the next place right. and taking in what it was in the moment. But looking back at it now, it was such a beautiful trip, um, just in like a, a literal stance, of, right. you know, the scenery, like the badlands, right. you know, just getting to see those things that 
like Yellowstone that most people don't always get to go see right. was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, so very much resonate with like in the moment, it may not feel like that waiting period is necessarily beautiful or sweet or fun. Right. But you look back at it and you're like, wow, it was a beautiful, sweet season of life. Right. Um, right. And you're hoping it doesn't come again. But you, you know, you always have seasons where you're waiting and right. God makes everything beautiful. Right. Um, so. Jumping from that question, and we've been talking a while. I don't know where we are on time. Um, I feel like we've talked a while. But I want to go ahead and ask, you talked about in your video, um, finding a truth teller, somebody in your life yeah. to, to you know speak that truth to you, tell you maybe where you need to grow um, because we can't always see those places. So for right now in this season of life, and I feel like I've said that a lot, but <laughs> um, who do you feel like your truth teller is in your life? Yeah, that's... Um I think that's an important character that all of us need in our life. And I think it's, um, I think it's easy for us to miss that and surround ourselves with, you know, as we would call it in corporate America, yes, men, mm-hmm. um, or yes, women, you know, that, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, will just agree with us, tell us we're hundred percent right. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and we aren't, we're not healthy when that happens. Um, you know, and I, and I actually think we have, we've kind of built a structure of our culture, um, to, to satisfy that we want to just be told we're right. And, you know, it's like, you never correct, um, at the risk of, you know, lashing out at a cultural phenomena. Mm-hmm. It's that everybody gets a trophy. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets told you're second, yeah. you know, so everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. And, and so in that culture of, you know, everybody got a trophy, uh, you know, we, we quit hearing truth and we surrounded ourselves with people who would tell us we were the winners, even if we weren't the winners mm-hmm. and, um, both figuratively and, and literally quite right. frankly. And, and so I think he's a really important character. And I, there's two guys in my life that, um, in this season, particularly, you know, are able to speak truth to me mm-hmm. and are willing to speak truth to me. And because of our relationship, it doesn't affect us. You know mm-hmm. I mean? We, we still love each other and enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even, even down to, um, you know, it's, if you've got that person that speaks truth, sometimes you just avoid them. Right, <laughs> you know, it's right. like, I don't want to yeah. have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel that way about these two guys. One of them is my brother. Um, and my, my brother, that's just a couple years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a truth teller period. Uncle chocolate eyes. Yeah. That's what you guys <laughs> always, uncle, yeah. Big brown eyes or has big brown eyes. Um, and now the limitation with him is he's my brother. Right. And, and so, uh, he's not very objective, at certain points. Right. Um, but he has always been, um, a truth teller to me that, uh, doesn't just sugarcoat it, but you know, really calls it like it is. And, and so he's, and, and the good thing about my life right now is that, uh, God and his sovereignty has moved me close to him. Mm -hmm. And so we get to see each other face to face, more than we have since we were growing up as kids mm-hmm. and uh, growing up as kids, we were best friends. You know, we had a, the nickname Pete and repeat. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so uh, it's really good at this point in time to be close to him and be able to have him um, be a part of my life and, and, you know, have those face to face encounters, you know, one day I'm going to get him on the podcast, but, uh, and then, um, 
my other truth teller friend is probably my best friend in the world. Uh, and, and he lives all the way out in California Beautiful Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Ed's a truth teller to mm-hmm. me. And, uh, you know, he's, he's my biggest fan, but he's also, you know, an honest, uh, I don't even want to call it critic because we, you know, we look at critics and say they're mean and they're against us. So I don't want to call him a critic, but he's, he's a truth teller. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just, he's willing to say, Hey Lee, you're, you're seeing this wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, or Hey Lee, you need to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there've been more than, uh, a few occasions where, you know, we, uh, are in conversation and he just said to me, you know, Hey, this is a, this is a blind spot for you and yeah. you need to pay attention to that. And, uh, Ed and I've been friends for, you know, 30 plus years and longer uh, than I've been alive. Yep. <laughs> yep. We go way back. And, uh, um, and, and that's been kind of the nature of our friendship. In fact, um, he's one of those guys that I just, I go out of my way to make sure I get to spend time with him, whether it's on the phone or personal visit, because he's just good for me. I, yeah. I say often, I am a more godly man having spent time with Ed. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's also hard to not want to go visit him when he lives in San Diego. <laughs> well, he hasn't always lived in San Diego. <laughs> That's true, but now he does. For as, almost as long as I've known him, yeah. he's lived there. Yeah. So. I remember us coming to San Diego and doing, you know, ministry stuff with Ed and yeah. eating lobster in Mexico. Yeah. It was casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, segueing off of that, um, we've talked a lot about a lot about Uber, uh, what God's teaching you through Uber, um, and just kind of, you know, the beauty that life is right now and getting to clock in and out right. and, you know, getting time to reflect and sit with God and hear Him. Um, for anybody that was interested, you know, maybe they're hearing this and they're like, man, it'd be nice to make some extra money or, right, you know, right. I'm in between jobs trying to figure it out. Is there like, is there an easy way for them to sign up that you can tell them, you know, to join Uber or referral code to yeah. get them started? Yeah. Uh, I checked just before we recorded this to see if there were any, uh, uh referral codes that mm-hmm. I can put out there. There's nothing right now, but I will say this, keep checking back Yeah, because <laughs> I will put the ref- referral code out there whenever it's there. Sometimes Uber offers incentives yeah. if you uh, get a friend to sign up and drive, but the process is, is easy. I mean, it's like I said in the in the in the video. I mean, and you know this because you've gone through the process. Y- mm-hmm. You need a valid driver's license. Yep. You need a car, and uh, and then um, <laughs> a face mask right now. <laughs> yeah. One that and, you trust. Yeah. And then, and then a smartphone. And uh, uh, you can go to the Uber website, and it'll uh, walk you through. Uh, how to sign up. Uh, it takes, uh, I think, I think I signed up and I was driving within a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, the sign up process itself is, uh, <laughs> seemed like it was about 10 minutes. Uh, and, but then you, you know, they do the background check and right. check your license and verify your insurance. And, right. and that takes, uh, you know, an hour or so, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I think it took about two hours for it to all clear and, uh, uh you know, 10 or 15 minutes of, of work off the website. And I, I do think it's a, it's a good way to, you know, do what we call a side hustle, but mm-hmm. to, to make a little extra money if, yeah. if you're physically able. And I mean, that's one of the, we haven't talked a whole ton about it. We alluded to it in a joking way, but it is an active, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, you investment of your time. Yeah. You're getting in and out of a car, you're climbing stairs <laughs> yeah. to apartments and sometimes more than you, you want. Know, so it, it gets you out of a chair. And yeah. for me, I've spent a lot of my life behind a desk, right. you know, so, 
uh, you know, it's nice to, to have something that has you moving around. So, um, but, uh, keep watching, you know, if there's a referral code, uh, I will put it out there and then you can just click on the link and follow the code. So, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned active and it made me think, you know, like if you're in a metropolitan area, you don't always have to have a car. Some people bike. I can't even imagine biking some of the deliveries I do, but you're right about that. (laughs) And I forget that, that you, you can in the, you know, in the heart of a city. (laughs) That's right. I can't imagine how you do it, but you can, but it is an option. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Down in Tyson's corner, I could see doing it. Right. As long as you don't leave Tyson's corner enough to get on the highways. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah. So we've talked a lot about Uber, but what is going on with 724 Life? Like what is there to look forward to? What's, you know, what are you focused on right now in building it? That's a great wrap up question, Carly. Thanks for asking that. Um, So, so right now um, we're in the, you know, kind of the building space. um, And what I mean by that, not physical building, but the (laughs) development space. So, you know, we, we've got the videos that come out and we're um, now uh, kind of through the window of establishing the process of that. Mm -hmm. So they'll come at a faster pace and the videos, um, the intention of those videos are kind of there's two uh, genres for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. There's, there's just the, like this Uber life hacks from Uber. It's just kind of uh, a, an encouraging word kind right. of video where uh, it's just observations about life and, and how um, my relationship with Jesus intersects with life. Our, mm-hmm. you know, our mission is to help people become passionate followers of Jesus in every area of their life, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And so I'm trying in some of, our video pieces and podcast pieces to just take everyday experiences and say, look, see, here's how God intersects that. Because I think we live, you know, compartmentalized and we don't, yeah. And we don't, and we don't think about God, you know, we think about God at church, but we don't think about God at work or at school or, you know, at the gym. (laughs) Yeah. Or wherever we are. And so I, you know, the more we can talk about, those ways in which our faith integrates into life, I think the healthier and more helpful it is. So there's that kind of genre. And then there's some teaching uh, kind of genre where, you know, I'll kind of rely on my uh, training and experience as, as a pastor and, you know, we'll open the Bible and we'll look at a text and say, how does that text intersect life? And uh, so one side is how does life intersect text and the other side is how does text intersect life and mm-hmm. those two different kinds of videos are what we're going to you know uh, produce and we'll produce them more frequently and then we'll do these follow-up podcasts mm-hmm. and you know obviously the uh, the transcript or the the, um, the audio of all the podcasts or of all the videos is going to be published on a podcast so you can listen to the video if you don't have the ability time or, you know, your schedule is not convenient for you to watch it, you can listen to it. And then we'll do, uh, I just, I'm getting such great feedback from people about the, this kind of format where somebody asks questions, they listen and ask questions about it. So we'll do those. And then um, we're working now towards, uh, you know, obviously expanding our base of followers and involved people, but we're working towards a live online event um so uh you'd be something that we would do digitally uh in a you know online space but it would happen live and uh you keep 
keep your eyes open for that. But uh, in the next uh, few weeks or months, we'll be announcing the date uh, of the first one of those. And um, uh, we're looking forward to some live interaction uh, where, you know, it's, now it's not just you being able to ask me questions, but we'll do a live event where we can connect with one another, talk uh, to the degree that someone wants to talk, mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to, by talk, I mean, you know, we can talk via, chat. you know, transcript chat. Yeah. Um, so it's not like we, you have to feel like, Oh, I'm afraid of a microphone. Mm -hmm. It's not that kind of thing, but, uh, but, but it allows you to engage. And so, um, that, and I'm really excited about that. I think that, I think that's a good next step, um, for us. So yeah. those are some of the things. And, uh, and that's what to look forward to here with 724 Life. And I'm glad I asked because I live in the house with you and I didn't know that. So that's new information. <laughs> Another reason that people should listen. I mean, people that share the house with you still don't even know this information. It's exciting. So Yeah. Well, Carly, thanks so much for just, uh, one, uh, paying attention to what we're talking about. And, mm -hmm. then, and then just bringing your spin on you know what you would be curious about knowing more about. Uh, it's been a great uh, conversation. And, uh, I just, uh, well, you know, I love you. Um, yeah. I'm your dad. I got to say that. Have to, <laughs> <laughs> I love to say that, yes. but I appreciate your thoughts and, uh, your insight. And, uh, I hope that, uh, you, um, stay safe out there, Uber and yeah. yourself. And, uh, more importantly, I hope that you experience Jesus seven days a week, 24 hours a day in every area of your life. Well, thanks for having me. It was fun to pick your brain, hear where you're at, and hear what God's doing in your life. And I look forward to getting to hear more people that come on and see, you know, what God's doing in their heart and, you know, how he's putting those questions in place for us to, you know, keep talking and further our conversations. Sounds great. Hey, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today for our 724 Life podcast. We hope that it has been helpful as you endeavor to follow Jesus seven days a week, 24 hours a day in every part of your life. Be sure you subscribe to this podcast so that you can hear future episodes. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 724 Life Ministry and subscribe and like our YouTube channel at 724 Life. I hope you have a great day and we look forward to seeing you next time.